The views expressed by guests on this podcast are the opinions of the speakers and not PCCA. This podcast is intended to be educational and informative. PCCA does not endorse or advocate any practice that is not consistent with federal and state laws or regulations. Check with your local board of pharmacy about any issues in your particular jurisdiction. Welcome to the Mortar and Pestle, a PCCA podcast where we discuss all things compounding and all things concerning pharmacy. Hello, and welcome to Tech Talk, a Mortar and Pestle production. I'm your host, Aaron Michael, and I am thrilled to have you with us for another amazing episode where we're going to be talking to rock star technician Adriana Rodriguez from Stone Oak Pharmacy in San Antonio, Texas. Welcome, Adriana, to the podcast. Hi, Erin. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, we are just so excited for to be able to share your story with um, our listeners today. Um, I'm, I'm always so amazed by the things that you and Ernesto are coming up with and the things that you're doing. And when I visit your store, um, I just wanted to share your story with our listeners and with the world. So um, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit uh, about Stone Oak Pharmacy, a little bit about your journey into becoming a pharmacy technician? Absolutely. Um, well, I would say I started just a little over 15 years ago with Ernesto. Um, and I actually started out as a clerk. And then um, once I gained my technician license, I started uh, with basic data entry and then transitioned into the compounding lab um, while I was finishing my last um, year of college. And um, honestly, I planned on getting into sales with Big Pharma. And I, after I graduated, Ernesto was just like, you know, if you'd like to kind of do some marketing for me while you're looking for a job, go for it. And then the rest kind of just became history and I never left. <laughs> um, he said, start marketing and show me what you can do. So I kind of, at that point, transitioned out of working in the lab and started doing marketing for him. And then as the business grew, you know, I saw the need to kind of switch focus internally to help our processes kind of adjust to the growing business with all, um, but of course, with all intention to get back out marketing. Obviously, that has not happened 100%. <laughs> uh, but uh, with, you know, our industry and how it's just constantly evolving, it feels like there's just been a kind of continued need, um, you know, to work on improving our processes and our policies and, you know, compliance. And um, then while I was managing our clinical trial business, that kind of presented the opportunity to dive into the world of quality assurance. And so that kind of led me to discover an unknown passion for me. Um, and I guess just over the years, I really sought out areas of the pharmacy that needed improvement or needed attention. And I've kind of just run with that, which has led me to kind of working in all areas of the pharmacy. Um, so now I, I try to kind of balance my time between working, you know, directly with our team on our daily operations and managing our quality assurance program, um, as well as working with our marketer to coordinate and execute our uh, marketing and business development goals. So I kind of started as a clerk and now I'm trying to transition through all aspects of the pharmacy. That's awesome. I love that. And, you know, so many different uh, hats that you've worn over the years and, and kind of the progression moving through. I know the first time that you and I met was at a, a marketing and sales symposium many, many years ago. Many uh, years ago. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it's been fun to watch, you know, your progression through the pharmacy and stuff and definitely being Ernesto's right hand 
Um, I just love love watching, like I said, seeing the some of the things that you do and, and the implementation and how you guys work so well together. And that's what we're going to unpack a little bit in our time here today. Um, tell us about Stone Oak Pharmacy. What are, you know, you mentioned clinical trials and stuff like that. Uh, sterile, non-sterile, what are some of the so, niche markets? Yeah, um, you know, we do have a, a non-sterile and a sterile compounding lab. Um, we were heavily involved with clinical trials pre-pandemic. Um, post-pandemic, we have not um, really regained business in that realm. It's changed a lot. Um, and so that's kind of something that changed for us. Um, we don't do as much clinical trials, um, but it was a really interesting opportunity. I was able to learn a whole lot. It was a whole different world, right. um, but it was it was so interesting and and useful to kind of learn all of this other side of the business that we don't normally see as an, you know, in the independent pharmacy world. Right. Um, and it definitely helped me with my quality assurance uh, skills because it is such a um, regulated right. business uh, with such high standards. And so that really kind of opened me up to this whole other world that I was like, wow, so, so interesting. Um, but right now we have our, our sterile and our non-sterile uh, compounding lab. Um, so we are a hybrid store. We do have, you know, full service to the public with, um, you know, a retail storefront. Um, we've, you know, the pharmacy just celebrated um, their 17th anniversary, and that was super exciting. So um, we've seen so many changes, I guess, in the industry over the years that it's it's been interesting to see how business has evolved and where we are, you know, seeing new demands for things and new um, innovations with equipment and things like that. That right. it's it's been a really fun journey so far, um, but the the pharmacy is doing amazing. Our team is incredible. Um, you know, I think that is probably the most important part of of our pharmacy is our team, and we have an amazing team. And you know, we have all of our technicians have been with us, you know, eight plus years, right. and I think that just really kind of stands to the 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 testament of how important our team is to us. Right. For sure. For sure. And, you know, I, I think that you, you brought up how the evolution and how our industry has changed so much just over the past 10, 15 years. And, uh, you know, something major happened in November. Uh, we yeah. had some USP changes. And even though I know that you guys are in a state that hasn't 100% adopted, you know, USP as it is, um, I'd love to get into just kind of how you managed those changes and what that has looked like for Stone Oak, because I'm sure that's been something that's been on your plate is how you yes. guys are going to implement that. And, you know, with some of the the changes to BUDs and even, you know, your processes and, and changing your SOPs within the pharmacy, what did that whole kind of endeavor look like? It has definitely been a journey. That is for sure. Um, we actually... Um, when the initial revisions of USP came out, um, we dove in headfirst and we actually um, decided to do an entire remodel of our pharmacy. And we installed a um, new seven room modular clean room suite. And that actually started right before pandemic started. Right. Yeah. It was actually completed mid pandemic. So that was really interesting to complete that process in the middle of the pandemic. Um, and it was it was challenging, but I really do believe that it made our team stronger as a whole. Um, we have chosen to go ahead and implement USP in its full capacity. Yep. Um, I feel like 
one of the important aspects is we've always felt like it is most important to go above and beyond and not necessarily just go after minimum requirements. So we have already built out our clean room um, to accommodate for USP 800. And we are now actively, um, you know, following those guidelines that were published and became effective November 1st. So it has been um, really fun um, to me because I love quality assurance, but it's been really fun to see the staff get so involved um, and to see them on their lunch breaks, reading and rereading, you know, USP chapters and, you know, studying and bringing questions to the table and asking, you know, how can we do this and how can we do that? And we chose to make it a team effort. I feel like um, we like an environment where everyone feels very involved. Um, and I feel like um, having ownership in what you're doing kind of helps um really solidify that teamwork. And we've made it a point to keep everyone involved in the process so that everyone has a voice in what's being done, creating processes and policies that are effective and that the staff feel like they can truly implement throughout their day-to-day you know, activities. And that way we are creating things and we're all kind of creating it as a whole and making it work for everyone obviously still meeting regulations, but, um, it's been a, it's been a fun time to say the least, I think like it's challenging, but it's been fun. And I think everyone on our team has really embraced it, which is what I love to see. And everyone's, you know, has ideas and is, is getting, is investing their time into what is going to help really with the pharmacy be the best that it can be. And so it is, it's been a lot. We've rewritten SOPs. That's, that's been fun. I spent many a weekend on SOPs, <laughs> um, but we are good now. Um, you know, we've, we've changed obviously a lot of our training processes. Um, a lot of our beyond use dating obviously had to change and testing, and we have a brand new testing program, um, that we're doing. And so it's, it's definitely a lot more, um, labor intensive to some extent, but I think it's opened so many new doors and opportunities for our technicians that that in itself, I think it makes it very rewarding at the same time. And I love that you, you know, you mentioned the team approach and really getting everyone involved and that, that just is, you know, it speaks to what you guys kind of embrace there at the pharmacy is we're all in it together. You know, this isn't just one person's responsibility. This is how we're all going to work together. And we all need to make sure that, you know, we are following some of these guidelines and and keeping up with our standards that we uh, offer to our patients. So I love that whole getting everyone involved and making it not just one person's responsibility. Absolutely. PCCA has been essential in this too. You know, the girls, you know, they love like the lunch and learn programs right. to really help make sure that they not only are staying up to date on new information, but also best practices and getting, you know, as many resources as we possibly can to, to find the best way to do things has just been our continued approach throughout this entire, you know, change. Yeah. Well, it's, it's behind us now implementation. Yeah. So kudos to you and congratulations. Um, I know it's a never-ending process and making sure that, you know, you're continually uh, updating and looking for new ways to, to be better too. But uh, again, kudos to, to you and the whole Stone Oak team as far as um, making the decision to go above and beyond. You know, USP is an industry standard and whether or not some states decided to fully implement it or not, I love that you guys made that decision to say we are going all in, you know, and we want to Absolutely. make sure that we're providing the best possible 
uh, for our patients, our practitioners, and also taking care of your staff too, especially when we're you know, working with some of these hazardous chemicals. We need to make sure that our staff is protected and that, you know, absolutely, they're not getting harmed in the process as well. So I love that. And congratulations to you guys. Um, I want to dive in a little bit into, um, you know, again, the unique role that you hold at the pharmacy. Uh, you and Ernesto, you are definitely his right hand. Um, but how do you guys balance kind of the responsibility of uh, what happens in the pharmacy? Obviously, he's the pharmacist, you're a technician, you know, and so um, I know sometimes those relationships can get a little bit uh, interesting. And so who who does what and how do you guys balance that? What do your meetings look like? How do you keep in touch with each other? You know, yeah. share a little bit about that relationship. I think working with each other has always come um, easy for us. Um, we've always had very open communication and I feel like we can talk through just about any problem with each other. Um, Ernesto has definitely always been a big picture thinker. Um, he's always seeking out new opportunities and, and potential to help our industry. Um, I believe our balance comes down to the details. Um, we know our strengths and we support you know each other in them. Um, but I, I'm always looking, I always look forward, uh, to learning like his new ideas and developing a plan to execute them to their like full potential. So I think if he comes up with the ideas and, and I find the best way to kind of execute it. Right. Um, I think he has always, um, supported my growth. Um, he's given me the opportunity to, to make mistakes and he's allowed me to learn from them. A lot of times at his expense, unfortunately, <laughs> but I think that's the, the best way to learn. Right. Um, he's always, always empowered me um, to to truly know my possibilities that with the pharmacy are limitless. And I think that's really allowed me to gain the confidence to kind of run with new and challenging opportunities when they're presented. Um, you know, his investment in me is something that I'm just immensely grateful for. You can attest to yeah. from the beginning <clears throat> He just truly supported my desire to learn. And yep. he allowed me to attend pretty much almost every PCCA training course that's been offered over the years, right. even ones that don't exist anymore. Um, and I really believe that provided me so many valuable tools to help him develop the pharmacy to what it is today. Um, you know, we are, we're a family and I think he truly cares not only about me, but he but about our entire team. Yeah. And I think that that is probably the most essential part of that relationship that he's developed with myself, with our entire pharmacy family. And knowing, um, I mean, I believe that every one of our team members knows that they're truly valued. And I think that in itself, it makes, you know, coming in and, and figuring things out just that much easier. And we talk all the time. Um, you know, we whether it's, you know, during lunch, in the morning, after work, you know, we're tech constantly texting and, you know, working out details. And I think it's just always been really easy to make it a, an effort to just keep that communication. You know, we, we make sure we're always, you know, keeping each other, you know, in tune with what's going on or new opportunities and, and things that are happening in the pharmacy and constant communication, I think has really helped us. Um, but it, it's been, um, a fun opportunity that he's presented that I am just so grateful for. It's been amazing. And I I've learned so much more than I could have ever imagined, but I think, you know, really giving me the tools and the resources to be able to run with ideas and execute them is what I 
think has helped us be as successful as what we've been. Yeah, I, I couldn't yep. agree more. And I I do feel that your whole team knows how much that they're valued and what they feel like because, you know, you can feel it as someone, when I walk into your pharmacy, I feel it, you know? And That's so, awesome. and that comes out in how you treat your customers. That comes out in how your customers feel and truly giving them that experience when they walk in their pharmacy. Um, it's just, it's it's definitely, you can tell when, when employees are not happy, you know, and when they're just going through the motions yes. and doing what, they need to do on a day-to-day basis. And uh, that's not the feeling that you get when you walk into no. Stone Oak, you know. But I'm glad I, that makes me very happy. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it is really, really nice. So congratulations to you and the team on that too. And, and uh, you know, as someone that, that was in a very similar role to you, um, it is nice to see how pharmacists, you know, and pharmacist owners value their technicians and their lead technicians and, and empower them to do what they need to do to make the whole business, you know, successful and, and kind of working towards those goals. So it's a, it's been fun to watch you guys. And I love uh, seeing you guys at conferences and how you interact and share ideas and all of that kind of stuff. So it's, it's really a cool relationship. Um, I'd love to kind of get into um, just kind of the evolving role and and what you have seen technicians be able to do from when you first started or even when, you know, your mindset, what was your thought process 13, 15 years ago when I think I want to be a pharmacy technician, you know, and what you thought you were going to do versus where you are today? Um, you know, what yeah. does that look like? I feel like the biggest thing I can say is regulation. Yeah. Like that just has kind of completely changed everything to, and in a good way. I mean, a lot of it was, was really needed. I mean, it, it was, we need to hold ourselves to, you know, the highest standard possible. And I love that we now have a lot more guidance and how to do that. And we're, we're setting a standard. We know we're doing things the correct way. That's so important. Um, I think, you know, it, it is no longer just a it's like you always say, no one is just a technician. It, and that's, that's the worst thing. I love when you always, you always say that at conference, you know, no one is just a technician. Um, I feel like our technicians are so essential to our, our business. They are the backbone of the pharmacy right. and they really, their potential, I feel like is really being recognized now in the industry as a whole. Um, we realize that there is so much more potential that they have and their value is so much greater. Um, this evolution of quality assurance and regulation and technology. I mean, just thinking back to um, when I first was in the lab and we were handwriting your logs, yep. there was no such thing as PK software, anything that helped you with your formulas. You know, you hand wrote them. And now thinking how everything is automated and you're scanning barcodes and, you know, the, your balance is tied to, you know, your software system. It's just, it's amazing, but it's definitely brought on a new level of accountability for technicians, um, which I think is great. And it's given them, you know, an opportunity to really, um, kind of step up into more of, uh, of a leadership position, uh, um, different types of career paths, Correct. like with this whole change with USP and having our designated person. I mean, I feel like it's just opened so many doors, you know, for technicians. Um, their ability to take on leadership roles, especially, I feel like now um, you're really being able to create things 
I've always felt like it's super important. You can have, you know, five great employees, um, but everybody has their skill set. They all have their different strengths and weaknesses. And with the evolution of our industry, I feel like it's really allowing us to kind of tap into those strengths. And for those people who are eager and are um, wanting more of a career path and to have that ability to grow, they can take these, we can really hone in on their skill sets and kind of develop different career paths for them. Um, you know, when it comes to our designated persons, there's so many different ways to break it apart. You know, quality assurance isn't for everybody. Right. Not everyone likes it, yep. but there are people who do. And now there are these new opportunities for them to really kind of create their own, you know, niche in the pharmacy. Yep. And I think it really is going to help empower technicians. We ourselves have chosen, um, after hearing one of the speakers at International kind of talk about um, uh, really supporting their pharmacists and doing more certifications and trainings and things like that and, and setting up opportunities and incentives if they did certain trainings right. and certifications. Um, we're, we've decided, Ernesto and I had a you know real big conversation on our drive back from International and um, we haven't even announced this to our whole staff yet, but, you know, we're going to start doing a lot more, um, incentives because we know everyone, especially in today's, you know, kind of environment, everyone wants that potential to grow and develop, right? right? Yep. That, that's, they need to feel valued and we need to invest in them. And so we're going to even set up opportunities for now on, we're always going to take a technician with us to international. Awesome. We've never done that before, but we're actually going to, you know, we want it to be, again, the team environment that we have. So who does our team feel like really deserves it the most? And we're going to let our peers vote on who we right. take to international every year. So whoever's putting forth that effort that's always showing up and putting in 110%, your your teammates, your colleagues, they know. Yeah. Um, and we want to really encourage that and help reward those people who really are embracing all of these new opportunities as a pharmacy technician and help them provide them with the tools and the resources to accomplish everything they want to accomplish. And so I know for us, a big thing is going to be supporting them in their continued education and um, helping them, helping provide them with tools to kind of develop different opportunities that are now kind of being presented that had not really been presented before. I love that idea. That is so awesome. And, you know, there's nothing better than getting recognized by your peers or by your teammates. And so, uh, you know, they'll get kind of that dual fold thing. They'll know that their teammates appreciate them, but then they also yep. get rewarded with, you know, being able to come to seminar too. So that is such a great idea. Looking forward to seeing who you bring and getting right? them into the mix as well. So uh, what a great idea there. You mentioned um, kind of you know, with this designated person, giving people opportunities for career paths. And I'd love to uh, hear a little bit about, you know, what does that career ladder look like within Stone Oak? Um, you know, do they start off as data entry and then after they qualify for something, you know, like how do you move them into the lab? And then do you have senior techs or supervising techs or what does that look like? I feel like a lot of that is is still can, is, is evolving currently, right? Um, I feel like you know, we have this whole process kind of set up as far as designated persons and all of these things. You know, we can plan as much as, as we want to, but since USPs kind of just went into effect, I feel like we're going to kind of work through it a little bit because it's it's a whole new process for us. Um, but I do feel like certain people, I, d I hate to use the word like ladder from the sense that I don't believe everyone's always going to go through the same yeah. 
steps sure. to get sure. to an end goal, right? Um, we have chosen um, that all of our employees, anyone we hire, um, especially if they're going to be going into the lab, you know, it's it's an extensive process to do all the training and all of the testing that's required prior to them being able to compound. Um, so we actually start even our technicians off um, for at least three weeks working half of their day on training and then half of their day up in the front as a clerk. Um, we want them to get to understand what type of level of customer service we expect for our patients. Um, and I think the only way to truly understand that relationship and appreciate the relationship that we have worked so hard to establish with our patients is to work with them one-on-one. Right. So we have every technician starting, um, they spend half of their day training, but also half of their day working um, up front, ringing customers out. I mean, it's the basics. Yeah. And when I say we have a team environment, I really do believe everyone has to be kind of treated equally. Yeah. And no one is, you know, of more important than anyone else. And so we're all here to take care of our customers at the end of the day. And that has to always come first. So I yeah. think instilling that value is that first essential piece is understanding our patients will always come first no matter what. Yeah. Um, and so we start with them helping up front, um, learning our register system, learning our patients. And then from that, they progress into uh, data entry has to be, you know, kind of the foundation of any technician. They have to understand um, our M our inputting process and utilizing our pharmacy software. And then from that, um, you know, depending on if they are already, you know, sterile certified, they may go directly into sterile um, versus, you know, our non-sterile technicians, right. since we do have two different areas of the pharmacy. And obviously those types of um, certification requirements have changed in the industry as right. well. Um, so now that does require a third-party certification. Um, so from that point forward, um, I think we have certain people that are going to be um, or that we are going to be utilizing for quality assurance. And then we have certain people that will be utilized for training because some people are just better at training. They like to train. Um, you know, Melissa is an amazing trainer um, and Vicki has been fabulous um, from a quality assurance standpoint. And so we'll utilize different technicians for their strengths um, and the skill sets that they can bring to the table. Um, and where it takes them is something that we don't know yet. You know, we're still kind right. of working on that. I know um, you mentioned before at your pharmacy, y'all had like a head, um, like a technician in charge. Correct. A TIC, yep. Yep. right? So I've, I've contemplated that idea. I love that idea. Um, I think that's a really interesting, you know, opportunity to kind of consider. And I'm not sure if that's something we'll end up implementing within yep. our pharmacy, but I know I've thrown that idea out there before. I think a lot of it also has to do with um, kind of seeing as we work through the next couple months, um, you know, I'm really interested to get through the first quarter of this new USP kind of transition right, time right. and see where people really start to shine and kind of allow, I feel like it, you know, you kind of have to allow people to to speak up and stand up and go, this is what I want. You know, where where do we see people taking initiative and really, you know, stepping up and, and stepping outside of the box of just doing traditional technician responsibilities. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see, you know, what kind of rises to the top as far as opportunities for technicians and um, how we kind of divide and conquer to get the work done um, and where we go. You know, I mean, obviously 
I can see with some of these advanced certifications, and I know I mentioned it on our last podcast episode as well, but one of our upcoming episodes is going to be with Zach Green from PTCB, and he's going to be talking about some of the different certifications that they have to offer. So I'm excited to learn more about those just as a technician, because there's some, you know, I think that having that lifelong learner mindset and being able to always look for the next thing. Um, that's where I really see opportunities for technicians as we move into the next phase of USP and stuff like that is there's going to be a lot of opportunities for people to decide where do they want to go within pharmacy and, and you know, what is that next step for them in their profession? So I'm excited for that and, and to see how everything shakes out too. Absolutely. So I'd love to talk a little bit um, about networking, which I know there's something that you're passionate about, just like I am. Um, But, you know, tell us a little bit about how networking has helped you, um, you know, within your career, uh, not only uh, maybe in your marketing days and learning best practices there, but also, you know, implementing this whole USP thing, you know, you don't want to feel alone too. And so what right. are we going to do and and how has networking kind of, you know, helped you through these, some of these processes? Oh, immensely. I can't even begin to, you know, elaborate on how much networking has just been so essential in in the development of of my career and the development of these new changes with USP with um with different state and, and uh, federal regulations i mean i feel like um networking has become absolutely the center of of what we do um working with um our colleagues um has been something that has just provided so much insight and it's so helpful to be able you know the the family that we have at PCCA is just amazing. And I think, um, you know, being able to call on people that you have you know, introduced me to over the years, it's just those resources are, they truly are invaluable. Right. I mean, it they give you, you know, insight and, and you work through things and well, you know, how are you doing this and how are you doing that? I mean, even international, um, you know, me and my buddy, there we were, it was like midnight and we were going over SOPs in my hotel room. Yeah truly because it was like wait how are you going to do this and how are y'all going to do that and just working through different things that we encounter um and and it's helpful like you know finding the I, I feel like everybody has so much to offer each other that I I feel like asking questions is just the best thing you can do I I absolutely love to go to seminar and just talk to people to see you know what are they dealing with how did they work through it you know best practices it, there's always a better way to do things. There's always a better way to do things. Yeah. So I'm always eager to find out, you know, how, ha, what have people worked through? What are their best practices? How can we possibly be doing things, you know, more efficiently or um, things that might make life easier for our technicians um, or produce a, a better quality product for our patients? Um, anything we can do to expand our knowledge is the best thing that we can do to be able to provide the best service to our patients. I feel like it's truly our responsibility, you know, to be able to, you know, find as much information that's out there, you know, really utilize all of these resources that have been provided to us. And our peers are the the best resource possible. Um, I, I have absolutely gained so much knowledge by being able to network with other 
you know, people in the industry. Um, I've developed friendships. It, it's been amazing. And it, it is so important to be able to go to these functions and really network with people and know one, like you said, we're not, we're not alone. We're not the only ones trying to figure things out, but you know, get advice and give advice, you know, you'd be able to help other people work through things that you've already figured out. Like I, I can't tell you how often we get phone calls and it's like, Oh, let me tell you, you know, this is what we figured out. And, you know, we already had our audit and this was approved, you know, going through audits, and having other people that you can lean on and and know what they've been through and knowing what's okay and what's approved and what's not approved, it's just so helpful to know when other people have been through things. So I think, you know, I love being able to help other people when they come to me with questions and and show them what we've worked through. Um, and I love being able to have those resources to go to and ask, you know, hey, you know, how did, how are you handling this situation or that situation? And especially during this whole transition process and rewriting SOPs, that was, I mean, I, I don't know what I would have done if I wouldn't have, you know, had all of these relationships established. Um, it was just, it was so helpful, but the networking has been amazing. It's been, it is so important in this, in this industry to be able to network and know what's going on and, and be able to have people you can turn to. I, I, Completely agree. I I honestly feel like it's a community and our community is no longer where we live. You know, our community is spread out all across the country and sometimes across the world. And so being able to have those relationships that we can bounce ideas off of and share best practices and ask for help when needed. um, It's it's one of those things that's truly invaluable. I I totally agree with you. I'd love to kind of, you know, it's one of the things that I always do at the end of the episode. And and we have some people that may be listening in that are thinking about getting into pharmacy or thinking about being a pharmacy technician. And I always like to ask, you know, what would your piece of advice be if somebody was listening in and saying, you know, maybe I should explore this or maybe I should think about becoming a pharmacy technician? What advice would you give them? Take advantage of every opportunity that you have to learn. It is so important with our industry that is constantly evolving. Um, You have to be constantly learning. It is just so important. So I say just take advantage of every opportunity that you have and every resource that is out there. Subscribe to everything that you gain. Every piece of knowledge that you can gain is so important. It is um, a career that has so many opportunities and possibilities. Um, the potential is limitless. It really is. Um, ask questions, ask lots of questions. I I'm always asking questions. I think if you have a question about something, speak up and ask, everybody's here to help. Everybody's here to help. And I think if it's something that you're interested in, if you're already a technician and you're wanting to look into other possibilities, you have to speak up and, and talk to your talk to your pharmacist, talk to your owner. I, I feel like I would hope to be, I would hope to believe that everybody out there is is here to support their uh, peers' dreams and and um, hopes and desires. So I feel like speak up if there's something you're interested in, and and your your team should support you in that and, and help you in that. And I think. There's so many opportunities now for technicians and different paths. It's not just data entry anymore. Right. There's right. so many different paths um, that you really need to educate yourself 
so you know what's going on, get involved in any type of association that you possibly can um, so that you're current in the industry because it's changing every day. You have to stay current. And if if you're not, you're going to fall behind pretty quick. Yeah. (laughs) It changes every single day. And so I think getting involved and staying up to speed on what's going on is so important to be able to make sure that you can find what path is best for you in, in the industry, because there are so many different paths, but it is a great industry with great people that you can create some amazing relationships with. And I feel like it's just so gratifying at the same time, because we really are, especially in the compounding world, we are helping change people's lives. Mm -hmm. And that's the most important part. It is for sure. Um, I couldn't have said it better myself, Adriana. Thank you so much for sharing your story with us and sharing some pieces of expertise. I know our listeners got a lot out of this session. So uh, it's always fabulous to to be with you and to interact with you. Um, thank you. Yes, yes. It was wonderful. I really thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. It was wonderful. It was fun. Yeah. Um, and I can't look, I look forward to the next time we get to do something. For sure. For sure. Um, one last thing, how can our listeners connect with you? Uh, is, do you have social media or LinkedIn or how can they connect with you? Social media. I have social media, the pharmacy has social media, however they'd like to reach out. I am here for any questions or anything I can do. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I look forward to uh, seeing you again at one of our next conferences and learning from you as well. So um, thank you for all you do, Adriana. It's been a great session today and uh, we will see you next time. Absolutely. And thank you for all you do for us. Thanks. Have a great day, Adriana. And thank you to our listeners. We will catch you on another episode of Tech Talk, a mortar and pestle production. Have a great day.